On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Chandler Earl and Cooper Johns back for another week of the Storm Hour. Sam Hargrave's just trying to pick up the slack as well. Good evening, boys. Great start, Sammy. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show again, mate. <laughs> That's my fault, is it? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Mate. We come in here ready, prepared to put on an amazing show. Uh huh. As always. Yeah. What have What do you have? What have you prepared for us this week, Shandor? Oh, mate. I'm I'm more of an ad lib. Uh, <laughs> that's that's sort of what I bring to the show. But uh, preparations, obviously, one of your fortes. And look. We feel like we've dropped the ball today, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. So what have we got on today, Sammy? I don't know, but uh, Cooper Johns, good evening to you. What are you rolling with over there? Uh, I'm just rolling the wine glass full of water today. <laughs> We're uh, a bit classy today. Feeling sparkling? Bit, feeling, uh, it's not sparkling. I was a bit mm. disappointed. A yeah. little Pellegrano to settle the tummy. I'll make a note nice. here, preparation in capitals. Pre- well, prep is king, as an old boss of mine used to say. Yeah, well, that, that didn't trickle down <laughs> to uh, your department, did it, mate? No, I've just ignored that uh, this evening. <laughs> no, we're ready to go. We've got a lot to get through uh, just after 7.30. Really good chat. You guys spoke to this man today who came through the club, the president of the Men of League Foundation for Victoria, Peter Foreman. Uh, what are we going to be hearing from from Pete? Because he came and visited you at the club today. Yeah, we were quite shocked. Uh, we, we all know of the men of league uh, as rugby league players, but we probably didn't know the depth and the reach that they have. Uh, it's for the wider rugby league community, not just ex-players. And some of the stuff they've done recently, uh, a family that's battling uh, with cancer with the parents and they've gone through some really hard times and or the club and the Men of League Foundations helped them out. So, mate, it's massive. I'm really looking forward to uh, talking to him and see how people can help. Well, that'll be just after 7.30. T-Bone of the Week will be back after 7.45. I'm sure at some stage... The biggest Storm fan in Melbourne, literally uh, and metaphorically, Donna from Dandenong, will be joining us probably after seven forty-five. Uh, we ha- she's very uh, yeah. She might ring up whenever we don't know. It's hard, hard, hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. Well, she, Donna hasn't texted me, so I'd, she <laughs> does not text whenever. you, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. We talk a lot, me and Donna. Yeah, you do. Very close. Uh, we're going to get through some State of Origin gear as well. We probably need to find out how Gary's gift is going too. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen's. Uh, Greyhound, not 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 interested, Chandel. Oh, look, we'll talk about it, but I mean, you know, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah, it's not going good. <laughs> well, it had a win the other week. Yeah, well, it had another race midweek. We'll we'll talk about that when it comes, and it yeah. didn't go good. Mm. Uh, looking back at last week, good win, twenty two point win over the Bulldogs for the Storm. Chandel, you were named in the twenty one. Didn't actually make the team on the day, but you were there in the warm-up, and I hear you're exceptional. Yeah, a lot of energy and enthusiasm. You could probably put the wind down to uh, my performance in the warm-up, but you know we won't we won't go that far. But look, it was good to be there on the day, and we said last week on the show that uh, the, the way the boys were going to win was an ambush down at Belmore, and that's exactly what they did. It was good to see, as Bells has said, painted the picture. Ten minutes ago, the crowd was walking out, and uh, that's a real that's a real win for the Storm boys there. So good on them. Um, Cooper, are you concurring with that, that Shandor's presence in the warm-up with just voice and encouragement was part of the, the winning uh, feeling? Definitely not. I think <laughs> definitely not. Uh, yeah. Well, those that know Shandor knows he's very confident. I think he would have been – most of the talk would have been in his own head talking to himself. So. <laughs> uh, there may be a bit of GST, but I feel like I bring a lot of energy. That's fine. <laughs> how, but what is that like? I mean, so how do, you, how do you mentally get yourself around that? You're there with the team, you're travelling with them, you're there warming up with them, and then – 
we kick off and so what's it like to be me and the confidence or are you asking in the warm up? No, I'm just asking what's that how did, as a player because you, you everyone wants to play and you yeah, so no. you so you didn't play for the Storm and you didn't play for the Sunshine Coast uh, Falcons. Yeah, there is a you it's a bit of a role pl- uh not role play but you've got a role to play uh we do have a strong team first emphasis and it's the sort of that next man up. But as an 18th to 19th man, you've got to take it quite seriously because at the end of the day, if an injury happens, you've got to be ready. But your role is to sort of encourage and uh, bring some energy into the warm-up and prep the boys as best as you can. And it's good to still be around it and have that experience and hopefully prepare me uh, for in a couple of weeks' time if there's any opportunities. Now, Shandor does strap a lot of his body up. So Mm. the strapping, (laughs) he would have probably been the most strapped in the whole team. And he was 18th man. So he would have had to cut all that strappy tape off straight yeah, away. I'm the most strapped winger, but that says a lot uh, to my work rate, my uh, <laughs> ethic, and my genuine determination. So Nothing to do with just the state of your rig? or No, nah, I mean, not, not the state of my rig. The unfortunate injuries I've under, uh, incurred, but that's about it. Uh, well, good. well done to you for being such a good team man. Thank you. Uh, now, what about other injuries around the place? Uh, Jerome Hughes, how's he faring? What happened to him? Uh, he had a head clash with Dale Finucane, both going for the legs, and uh, it split him open pretty bad, actually. Mm. He had uh, stitches. I don't know how many stitches he had, but he had stitches yesterday, and it's it's a huge triangle split. looks a bit like the Illuminati, if I'm honest. On the old forehead. chaos. It's the last yeah. head you want to run into, I'll tell yeah. you that much. A Jerome Hughes's or no Dale's yes. Dale Finucane. Now da- speaking of Dale Finucane, his his last name sounds like the the sound that Roy you made in Street Fighter when he used to throw those things. You remember the game Street Fighter? I don't remember it. Do you want to give us an impression? <laughs> An impression of Street yeah. Fighter. You want me of to do the, an impression? The, how does it sound in the he game? He just go, Harukan, Fanukan. Is that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a sound bite. <laughs> is that, is that the same time, noise? I think. I you never know. saw Street Fighter? Oh, no, I didn't. You're a liar. I didn't. You don't know what Street Fighter is? I know what Street Fighter is, but I'd never seen it. It was before my time. The game. It's a he, game. Ryu, Are you t- you're not talking about the movie oh, with Kylie Minogue in it and Jean-Claude Van Damme. That'll do me. No, not talking about the movie, thank you very much. And I don't know what the game is either. So, so is, does he get that as a nickname at all, Dale Finucane? No, he doesn't. But I'll pass it on, Sammy. I'm happy to pass it on. Finucane! <laughs> Finucane! We'll see how it fares. I reckon that's going to stick. Yeah, I don't. I think that'll stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, while we're on Dale Finucane, is he a bit unlucky not to have been uh, selected for Origin? We're going to segue nicely into some Origin uh, news here. Mate, extremely unlucky. I don't know... Look, I, I'm, we're, you might might seem a little bit biased, but for us, the things we see day in, day out, in fairness, the fans, selectors, and people from the outside in may not see that, but internally, the things that we're reviewing and we see Dale do, there is no one doing that. You want to talk about team-first actions, he's willing to go above and beyond, and I just think he's had a great year regardless of all that stuff, and I would have liked to have seen him pick. You'd like to think that if something does happen to one of those 17 uh, in his position that he'll get a run, but... It's unfortunate. I who don't know what you, more he has to do. Who would you had him in ahead of uh, Cooper Johns? Oh. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I'm not going to. I'm not going to single one person out. But I think there's definitely a position. The position on the bench is there for him. I think there's. I think in terms of starting, Jake Trevojevic has really mm. snatched that spot up. But yep. I think yep. that bench position where he brings a lot of leg speed and a lot of energy is definitely for Dale. That Cam Murray sort of role. He could definitely do well. The thought of so Dale Murray with out. more adrenaline. No. <laughs> the thought both. of Dale with more adrenaline both. is a scary thought. Like I can't imagine of thirty minutes and just unleashing him. It's, it's he's scary. a scary man. It's scary. Uh, Josh Adokar did get the call up for New South Wales though, uh, and then Queensland are, are very nicely represented again by uh, Storm players. Are we um, we happy with the Storm representation in the uh, Queensland lineup? Um, yes, definitely with Cameron Munster and Felice Kafusi. I think yeah. 
they've uh, they're gonna they've done it all before. I think those two were certainties yet in the side. Will Chambers in there as well, and yeah. Chambers of course. Sorry, I forgot about coming Will. off a great <laughs> game. I thought against the Bulldogs, really good performance. I think I think they'll all do well, but obviously we're. Both uh, New South Welshmen, so so not too well. Going to go their way. We hope they play good individually, but we don't hope they win. Yes, game one uh, next week, Suncorp Stadium. It's going to be absolute. I mean, looking at the press conferences today, Kevy Walters has refused to let the players even say the word New South Wales. They're not. They were not to answer any question about New South Wales. They were only to answer questions about themselves. Kevy Walters said it's war. Uh, it's sort of simmering along just nicely, isn't it? The teams have been named, and, and the lead-up's going to be pretty intense. Two going very in. different camps. I mean, Freddie is notorious for opening it right up to the media. He wants mm. it to be, you know, as he says, them to have that rock star moment. And then you've got on the other side, Kevy saying they can't talk about it, sort of playing mind games as if Cameron Smith is going to start playing Origin. So you could look at it both ways, but I think we've got the edge at the moment. Yeah, I think if they need to start playing mind games to try to get a competitive advantage over us, then you know they've already lost the game. Yeah, wow. Go on the early crow. Mm. What 3-0. are you? 3-0. What, you that, that's, that's your tip? We, we, we will tip. speak again before game one next week, and, of course, you will hear all of the State of Origin action on SEN, so you won't be going without. Uh, you'll be able to just tune in nicely and, and hear the action unfold. I love State of Origin. Now, we will talk again, but how, when you just look at the two teams on paper and taking aside, just putting aside your New South Wales allegiances, on paper, who do you think's got the better side? I mean, I think New South Wales across the board. There, there are some individuals where I think uh, they're definitely in some uh, hot competition. But yeah, I just think our forward pack's really good and in form. And then some of those key outside backs are some of the best in the game. And I'm happy with the bench overall. Uh, it's it's a little bit different, but yeah, I just think I think we've got the better team. We've had the picking for quite some time. Mm, Tables think, have turned. I think the speed in our back line too. Mm. Josh Adokar, Latrell. Tedesco, Cody Walker is in form. And Damien Cook and coming Cook out of dummy in, in the forwards. I think if our forwards are going forward, which they will, I think that's going to open the game up a lot for those fast blokes. How do you think the uh, the combination of Munster and, and Cherry Evans will be in, in the halves? Uh, Cherry Evans, they're saying, will be right to go, but he's been injured for a while. Uh, and then, of course, they're playing Ben Hunt as hooker. How do you reckon they'll all go together? I'm not stoked about that. Like, I think... Uh, Ben Hunt in the hook. I know some people it's talking up that could be good. I don't know about it. And then Cherry Evans, he's coming. Apparently, he's coming back like three to four weeks early than your standard uh, mm. from that injury, which is definitely concerning. But at the end of the day, they play on different sides of the field. Money's off the cuff, and you know he's such a freak. But I'm much more. I'm much happier looking at the New South Wales. Spot. I like. I like their spine. I do yeah. like. I think Ben Hunt at hooker is a really good choice from Kevin mm. Walters. I think the other hookers weren't probably playing as good as they should have yeah, been if they true. were going to push for a spot. And I think Cherry Evans and Munster will do a really good job. Cherry Evans, Cherry Evans' support game is second to none. He's probably the best in the competition. I think State of Origin is a game where that's probably really going to see it come to life. Pong has got to try in him, let's be honest. Hey, before we to. get to a little story that you want to tell about a teammate just maybe trying a little bit too hard with the members of the fairer sex, uh, we do have a call of Troy's in North Fitzroy. Hello, Troy. Hey, hi, mate. How are you? Good. What would you like to speak to Shandor and Cooper about? G'day, Troy. Um... Uh, how are you guys? How are you? Good, mate. And good luck. And I just want to know, now, now, with the, the Storm boys that are that playing the Origin game, how do you think you saw that back up the next couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, got you, Troy. Um, I think 
generally we're quite lucky with the storm. So we've got a buy this week, which helps us out. And then with the rep round, uh, that takes the heat off because there's a big turnaround against the Roosters. But it'll be interesting to see what uh, Bellyache does for the Warriors game. It's a short turnaround. And then I think they miss a game against St. George. But, mate, the Storm's got awesome depth. So as a Storm fan, I think you should be uh, pretty confident. And the, the, next, the boys that come in next will be able to do a good job. Uh, can I just uh, elaborate on that? Yes. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a Storm supporter. I'm actually a Rabbitoh supporter living in Melbourne. Oh, wow. There you go. You, you're everywhere, Rabbitoh supporter. You uh, actually like rabbits. You just, just pop up everywhere, don't you? <laughs> Sorry about that. But, no, um, no, you don't uh, have to apologize. Uh, no, it's great. Uh, uh, I actually watched your, your game uh, um, on um, Good Friday. Uh, what a bloody game. Which was game was that? Yeah, who was it? was a while ago. Troy, uh, we... uh, Against against the Roosters. Oh yeah. When you won 21 20. And we got we got yeah beat. we lost they, they lost twenty one twenty. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, you lost twenty one twenty. I think, but uh, but uh, a great game. It was yeah. a great game. Good comeback. Yeah, and, uh, sorry guys. That's all right, Troy. Always a pleasure to speak to you, mate. Have a great night. Uh, you can call any time. He's a great contributor to SEN, Troy. He loves it, Troy North Fitzroy, and and a Rabbitoh supporter. It is one of the great things in rugby league that you can go to any sporting event in the world and there'll be one person. In a, you could be at a college football anyway. game and there'll be your one person in a Rabbitohs jersey. Jeez, hey, that rolls off the tongue, Troy from North Fitzroy, doesn't it? It does because well, his 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 name part of his name is in the name of his That's suburb. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. It's beautiful. Hey, before we go to the break, what's um. What you were talking off air, and we might throw this one out to people to see if they've gone down this line before. Tell me this story about uh, one of your teammates trying a little bit too hard. Mm. Well, Tui Kamikamika, right? Mm-hmm. On the weekend, he was, he was, he's got a favourite Fijian song that he was telling me about, and it's, he's got a storyline to it. It's basically boy meets girl. Girl falls in love with boy's best friend. Boy very upset goes and becomes very successful and then the girl wants him back all right and it's a it's an emotional song i no, there was a few tears from not from, not from me from tui um anyway flash forward to later that night we're at a bar and this girl comes up talking to tui and i hear tui explaining the plot line of the song and i thought oh he's just talk, telling her about the song as he does turns out he was replacing that song storyline into his own life and <laughs> substituting himself as being the guy who was broken hearted the girl and the girl ate it up. She loved it. She oh, she felt she very did. sorry for him and thought he was a sweetheart and a very genuine person. When realistically, he's not. Wow. So we thought we'd throw it out. What have you ever lied about to impress a guy or a girl? Yep, that's fine. You know, a guy or a girl. So you know, both female and male callers are very welcome to impress them at uh, at a nightclub or just in general day life. Have you, Shannon, or ever had to lie? No, never. <laughs> that's a lie. Usually, I'm just trying to think how the conversation goes. Uh, just, just hello. That's it, really. Oh, oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> he had to lie to say he wasn't full of himself. That's the other <laughs> I have to lie and say I'm friends with Shandor Real. Yeah, look, uh, we'll um, we'll touch on your tactics. Don't. That's for sure. I'm I'm willing to have a stab at that. All right, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We've got tickets to the Melbourne Storm up for grabs. Uh, Storm. Taking on uh, the Raiders is their next home game. No, it's not. No, it's not. What is in the Knights, is... mate? We spoke, discussed this. This is. I'm. I'm going off the sheet here. I'm, I'm pretty sure go we're back. going by Warriors away, Knights at home. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you are, and I've got to have. To, I have to go back through this again. Uh, Newcastle Knights at Amy Park. Yeah, if Saturday, we can get some tickets to that game, that'd be June fifteenth. Uh, watch the Stars of Origin action in our backyard, Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. We've got. Double passes to give away. We want to know what's the biggest lie you've told to impress a member. 
uh, of a person of the sex that you were trying to pick up at the time. Beautiful. Did you explain that very weird? Though. I don't think I did, did I? Uh, <laughs> what's the biggest lie you've told to try and hook up with someone? There yeah, you go. That's yeah, a bit better. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. This is the Storm Hour on SEN. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Welcome back to the Melbourne Storm Hour. Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns in for another week. This is the hour of every week on SEM where our lawyers just sweat a little bit more profusely and it all gets a little bit tight until the hour finishes and we haven't been sued or taken off air. Uh, boys, great to have you back. Uh, Cooper Johns, you were telling a story about a teammate of yours, maybe just uh, telling a few porky pies to uh, impress a lady he was trying to pick up. Yeah. To become a Kamitha. Do you want me to, am I retelling it? Yeah, why not? Oh, let's retell it, eh? So he's come up with a song. I think the song was called Love Will Never Lie from okay. by uh, Michael Learns to Rock. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Is it in Fijian or no? Um, it's, it's popular in Fiji, let's say that. So the storyline is a girl meets a guy. They fall in love. The girl cheats on him with his best friend and they fall in love. Guy becomes very successful, maybe in maybe his own business, maybe his own clothing label. We don't maybe know. a rugby league player, maybe a rugby league, maybe Shandorel. It might be Shandorel's life. Um, and then she wants to get back with him, but then Tui has used this storyline to impress a girl by saying it was his first love and that he still misses her. And yeah, it's actually really sad from Tui. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six. When have you had to have to lie, or when have you lied to try and impress someone that you were trying to hook up with? We've got double passes to give away to the Storm's next home game. It is against the Newcastle Knights at Amy Park, Saturday, May 15. Watch the Stars of Origin action on in our backyard. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Before we do take your calls on 1300 our very dear friend of the show, Donna from Dandenong, has joined us. Hello, Donna. Yeah, hello, guys. I'm a little heartbroken. Tui used that line on me the other night at the Albion. Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> Hey guys, doing? guess whose birthday it is? Oh, oh yeah, old Donna Mary D turns fifty-eight <laughs> to yay. And uh, have a guess, my uh, new partner Felix bought me a new bra, a pair of edible underpants, and a framed picture of my former lover Frank Penisi. <laughs> That's right, the Italian stallion, the old Frank the Tank, the man from Napoli who once laid on top of me. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been to Italy, Donna? Every time Frank made love to me, Ramrod, old Cooper, every Tuesday night we'd order pad thai, and then we'd neck with the smell of oyster sauce on our tongues. You know, my tongue was like Rocky Balboa. His tongue was Apollo Creed. I get the standing eight count, but always won the decision on not. <laughs> Are you a big fan of the Rocky movies, Donna? Tarant on the lips. Me and Frank would role play sometimes. Uh, he'd be Rocky, I'd be Adrian. Uh, we'd go to a bar somewhere in Manly and uh, he'd have a, have a pick a fight, have a close victory and then start screaming out, yo, Adrian. I'd rush to him and we'd French kiss. I also enjoyed Rocky IV. Ivan Drago was a worthy opponent, particularly after killing Apollo, but no match for old rock down the stretch, was he? Whoops, hang on a second, guys. Felix is calling. It's time to blow something out. And no, it's not 58 candles. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> From Dandy Nong, oh she, she would never have to lie to, uh, oh. to hook up. She's always got suitors. Uh, who's Felix, though? Because it was another guy's name I was uh, previously. Just it's not, his, her other one was... Anthony? Or, Let's hope these blokes don't Felix. listen to radio. Oh, no, yeah. this is Donna's moved she was, on. She was over in Yugoslavia visiting him last two weeks ago. I'll tell you what we might need to do. We Next week we'll get Donna on to give us her comprehensive preview of State of Origin and just maybe run through some of her favourite players within each team. Mm, that'd be interesting. She, I'm sure she's met a fair few of them. Yeah. I, think they'd be, I think her favourite would be the biggest ones. 
Yeah, I think you might be right. Hey, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're asking you. Uh, after one of the Storm Boys has been caught in a barefaced lie trying to insert himself into a song to say that the song was about him to try and impress a member of the fairer sex. When have you ever lied to try and impress someone you were hooking up with? Andy from Hastings is on the line. Hello, Andy. Andy. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you going? We're well. Uh, what, what's the story? Well, first of all, boys, it's a bit hard to try and follow that last call, but um, <laughs> I'll have a crack. Um, yeah, about so does she. 20... Yeah, absolutely. 23 years ago, I went on my first overseas trip. Just uh, I think I was about 19 and went to work and uh, travel in Canada for a year. And um, not too many Aussies travelling around the Rocky Mountains in those days. So I'd always go to the bar and just get the Aussie accent out and um, attract a little bit of attention. But unfortunately, being a fairly boring guy, it didn't take long for them to work me out. And I didn't have much left in the tank. So, uh, and the question always would come up, oh, do you surf? And um, I was like, no, no, I don't surf, I don't surf. And then off the ladies would go. So after a while, I was like, stuff this, I'm just going to say that I do because no one knows me over here. So I um, built up over about six to eight months a really strong surfing repertoire and um, (laughs) probably had described myself pretty much as being on the pro tour um, or pretty close to it. Didn't really know anything about it at all, but um, it certainly helped pick up the ladies. And then um, that was great. Lived it up for about 10 months in Canada, travelled back to Australia and um, got a phone call about a month after I got back from two of the girls saying they were coming over. And I was yeah. like, oh, fantastic. And, um, oh, we can't wait for you to teach us how to surf. Uh-oh. And um, <laughs> panic stations. Um, my best mate at the time had been surfing for about 15 years. So I went up to him and I was like, mate, you just got to help me out. I need you to probably give me a couple of surfing lessons. And he's like, what are you talking about? And um, I said, oh, look, I've maybe given the impression accidentally that I've got a bit of a surfing repertoire. And he's like, oh, my goodness, what have you said? So I gave him a bit of a rundown. He's like, when are they coming? I'm like, I think in a couple of months. And he just laughed at me. And he's like, mate, you're stuffed. Like, it's going to take you 10 years to get that good. So um, in the end, a bit of embarrassment. But it did get me into surfing. And I've been surfing for about 23 years since. So oh, wow. oh, good things go. do come from telling a few fibs. Yeah, mate, it sounds like plenty of good things came. So what happened when the two ladies arrived? Yeah, really embarrassing. Like, I tried to do a bit of an injury story at first. Um, I only had to get through about a week with them. They were in Melbourne for about a week. Um, But, yeah, just kept making up excuses. Like, uh, you know, first I actually went to the airport to pick them up on crutches. Had nothing wrong with me at all. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That is gold. (laughs) But I was really trying to get out of the surfing thing, so... Take them down um, to St Kilda. Sorry, girls. Look, there's no waves. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's good. So, mm, well. But anyway, surfing sort of became my passion for about 20 years after that, and I pretty much go every weekend. So, yeah, probably wouldn't have got into it without telling a few fibs. Well, a happy ending. That's that is a, yeah, that is a happy ending. Yeah, a happy ending. Let's yeah, get into the nights game. Between happy ending. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, not the Donna sort of style. Uh, mate, we really like that one. That's very nicely done from you. You're heading along to see the Storm take on the Newcastle Knights, Amy Park, Saturday, May 15th. Watch the Stars of Origin in action in our backyard, Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. You've got a double pass to that one, Andy. Stay on the line. Uh, MT will get all your details. Let's go to Daniel from Geelong. Hello, Daniel. Hey, hey, gentlemen, how you going? G'day, mate. Good, mate. Good What's your story? Yeah, well, you actually have a memory when you said Yugoslavia before. Uh, oh, here we go. It's not an actual place. You know that, right? Yugoslavia? Yeah. yeah it hasn't been a place for about 20 years. 
Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> Donna, Donna from Dandenong's not aware of that, though, and, and the, her former partner still says Yugoslavia because he won't let the pass Oh, go. is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, he would have been from there at one point. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. Time difference as well. Yeah. Well, my, my, my mind works around that a little bit. I was in a club and uh, talking to a young lady and trying to show off a little bit. I told her I was from another country and had a pretty bad accent. And, uh, and then she went, oh, wow, it's amazing, my friend's from that country. And then she uh, went and grabbed her friend and proceeded to bring her over to me. And I really, I just got caught out and sort of looked stupid and had to walk away from it all. Oh, so, oh no. So did that, you fess up or that, you just did the cold turkey, just walked away? <laughs> I just walked away. Yeah. Just walked away. And Head held back. in shame. No, I like yeah. that one, though. I've actually used that one before as well, so. Doesn't always work <laughs> out. Nope, he's, uh, he's had enough there. Uh, have we got time for one more? Just we before go... we get the other caller, just so yeah. obviously, you know, I don't want Daniel to feel uncomfortable with his result and also don't want future calls. We're, me and Cooper are just scrolling through your Tinder profile here, Sam, and um, you've actually, first of all, you've got a full head of hair. Uh, secondly, you've got six foot two. <laughs> mate, these are some, these are some absolute porky. So if these are your tactics, I feel like, mate, if there's something you Fess want to air, there's something up. you want to air, but I just want the other callers to make sure they feel comfortable that, you know, we are amongst... Uh, some some untruths here. Well, look, I, I don't. I've only ever lied once, and it was uh, two mates of mine had. Uh, I was in a bit of a down patch in life. I was probably in my very early twenties. I was probably about your age, Cooper, I reckon. And some mates once said, we've, "We've met these two girls, and we've pointed you out, and we've we've told them a story that you." I think they said that I ran a real estate firm, that I owned my own real estate firm uh, mm-hmm. in the city, and they they had a whole backstory for me that they had told. And they said, "Here's what you got to say. You've got to say this. You got to say this. You got to say this." So they both came over, and I said hello, and said, oh, g'day, and how are you? And they said, oh, they said, oh, so what do you do? And I said, oh, you know, as the guys told you, and the two mates are standing there, and said, oh, as the guys told you, I, um, I run a, um, a very successful real estate firm. And they both just went, the two blokes that were supposed to be my mates went, no, you don't. That's oh. an absolute lie. Why would you lie to these poor oh, girls? No. Yes. So they've thrown you Ambushed. in the deep end just yeah. to get ahead themselves. And then they both said, why would you lie to us like that? And I said, no, no, they... Oh, because and then you've got nothing, so you've just got to say, "Yeah." You I, just got to back it up, right? You sort of keep saying, "What do you mean? I do own it." No, I just, I just bailed. I oh, just bailed, wow. and the drought so you walked continued. away as well. Yeah, I just had to walk away. Mm. I tried to go back later and say, "Look, my friends stitched me up." Oh, they're, you didn't they're try really to go mean. back. I did. <laughs> oh, what did they say? They didn't want to borrow you. They no, didn't. I think they just turned around and went back to what they were oh, doing. <laughs> that hurts. It does. It's painful. Mm. Uh, but quickly before the break, Rod from Mulgrave, can you put a little bit of pep back in our step? That's really taken the jam out of our donut, that story. Uh, what have you got for us, mate? When have you lied to try and impress someone you were trying to hook up with? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'll probably go to hell because of this one. But anyway, I'll let you know. Um, I, was a, I was a tour guide overseas um, on, on the Croatian coast. So essentially, I was a rep for, for a company that accepted all tourists coming over from, from uh, England. And there were all these little beauty doozies coming over. And uh, one of my jobs, I had to be there at the time. So they'd go in their hotel rooms, away they'd go. And then we had the locals. The local guys would come up all dressed and they'd pick out the best chicks, pick them up. And we had no chance as tour guys. So the following day, I went up to the absolute beauty. And I said, look, I saw you last night with, uh, with this guy. You know, how'd you go? And she goes, oh, fantastic. The guy was great. Tremendous. I had a really good night. So I went up to her and I said, look, you know, I mean, obviously they can't speak the local lingo. So I went up to her and I said, look. We might just let that one go there. Uh, that's probably, you know, we might just let that go there. Uh, that's probably one of the more horrendous 
stories, and we don't condone uh, any sort of jokes about that particular topic. But uh, Rod, uh, maybe revisit that one, mate. Cheers, Rodney. <laughs> no tickets for Rod. Uh, no tickets. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll need to straighten ourselves up here. And Keep try listening, to though, Rod. Out. <laughs> we love you as a listener, though, Rod. Keep listening. <laughs> Just don't call in. Uh, Maybe check right, out uh, the morning show with Gary and Tim. <laughs> uh, no, don't do that either. Uh, all right, we might have to straighten up here. Hey, our next guest, which uh, I'm really looking forward to, Men of League Foundation Victorian President Peter Foreman. He came and spoke to you guys today at the Storm. You both said you were quite moved about the work they've been doing uh, for all the rugby league community. We're going to hear uh, from Rod Form, uh, Peter Foreman next. It's like the guy who used to do the music on Australian Idol, Peter Foreman. I'm sure it's a different guy. Uh, he'll be joining That's us George next. George Foreman. That's George That's Foreman. That's a boxer. The grill. Yeah. The George Foreman grill? Is that what no, we're no, talking about? This is Peter Foreman. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he used to do the music no, on Australian Idol. So that's Rumble in the Jungle. No, no, different. Different Driller in Manila. No, no, different Foreman. Anyway, the Men of League <laughs> Foundation Victorian President Peter Foreman is on the Storm Hour next on SEN. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. In about 15 minutes' time, we need your nominations for T-Bone of the Week. Chandler and Cooper Johns have got both barrels loaded and ready to fire, so stay tuned for that. This is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Saturday football is back to Melbourne Storm. Take on the red-hot Newcastle Knights at Amy Park on Saturday, May 15th, June 15th, that should be. Watch the stars of origin in action in our backyard. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Hey, boys, this gentleman that we're about to speak to came and, and, and addressed the team today at the Melbourne Storm. His name is Peter Foreman. He is the president of the Men of League Foundation in Victoria, and he joins us on the line now. Hello, Peter. Yeah, good day, mate. How are you? We're very well. Uh, the boys are really keen to have another chat to you, but just a bit of your background. You actually played rugby league for Newtown in, in the Sydney competition between 69 and 1970. This is all just off the top of my head, Pete, uh, and then moved to West <laughs> in Brisbane. Now, is it true that you were the smallest player in the comp? You were five foot two and 60 kilos. Yeah, I actually lied a bit about the 60 kilos. It was 58 and a half. But, uh, That's half yeah. of Nelson and Sofa Solomona. I was only thinking that today when we were in the, um, in the room enough. with the Storm Boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, uh, look, th- thanks very much for allowing me to come on the, the Storm Hour and, and talk about uh, the Mental League. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Hey, Pete, it's Cooper here. Hey, um, a lot of people, Good. we never really knew just how much you guys do in the Mental League. Everyone knows sort of Mental League round and the Mental League as an organisation, but would you like to tell the people just exactly what you guys do and what support you guys offer? Yeah, mate. So, um, so essentially, we're the we're the rugby league charity. Uh, uh, sort of a mob. Of, uh, it started off as a, a, a mob of old footballers, uh, the, the great lock forward Ron Coote, and uh, a, a couple of other guys, Jimmy Hall and uh, and Max Brown, kicked it off in two thousand and two. Uh, and we essentially look after the men, women, and children of the rugby league family who have fallen on hard times. So that. Uh, uh, I've sort of run out of funds, run out of luck and run out of hope. So, uh, you know, rugby league's a working man's game and uh, uh, and now a working women's game as well. And uh, if someone needs help in the rugby league community, whether they're a, an ex-NRL player or a, uh, someone that's worked in a tuck shop for, uh, for a junior league club or a, 
an ex-player or whatever. We, if they're falling on hard times, we give them a hand. It's as simple as that. Yeah, that's awesome. Pete, Pete it's Sandor Earl here, mate. Um, hey, Sandor. I just wanted to touch on uh, your reach and how people can help out. Before we sp- we uh, had the opportunity to speak with you, and quite naively, both myself and Cooper, we did actually think it's sort of referenced to ex-players and to hear uh, how much uh, reach you have and how many people you're helping is unreal. And recently we had that family that came in and uh, unfortunately one of the parents had been struck with leukemia and the things you guys were able to do with the funding was unbelievable. So I know you, there's a newfound passion with a lot of the boys, but I really want people, uh, especially our listeners in the rugby league community, to understand how they can uh, be a part of it. And I know it's pretty easy. So what's the best option for them? Really, the, the, the best option that we need uh, is membership. Um, uh, if I can go back a little bit, when, when it was first kicked off and for the majority of the life of Men of League, it was a $20 one-off membership uh, that brought your membership for life. Uh, you don't have to be a, an ex-player or anything to be a member. Anyone that supports Rugby League, uh, all good. But... Um, uh, the support that we've been providing has increased year after year. Uh, we actually gave nationally supported people in need by a million dollars last year. And uh, about two years ago, we uh, uh, the National Committee uh, came to grips with the fact that um, you know, to support that sort of uh, giveaway, we have to get you know we have to be sure up the money that comes in. So it's now a, it's now a, uh, an annual subscription for our members. Yep. And it starts at $20. Uh, and we encourage, uh, there's, I think, 25,000 Storm supporters. We'd, we'd love every one of them to uh, uh, to become a member of Mental League. We'll do the work. We've got, you know, John Rebo, who kicked the, the Storm off, uh, Roy Masters, uh, the great coach, Dallas Johnson, who former uh, oh, great of the, of the... He's a great... Yeah, yeah, he, he's a legend, mate. Can and, tackle. Uh, so we... It could tackle. Uh, yeah, so we'll, 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 you know, we'll, we'll do the work and what have you. We sell raffle tickets. We, uh, uh, you know, we do a whole host of uh, fundraising things. But what we really need is members to uh, to just join up. And it's pretty simple. You just go online to menofleague.com and uh, uh, and it's easy. Uh, you can you can pick a membership of either twenty dollars or fifty dollars or one hundred and ten. But uh, uh, you know, twenty dollars is fine. We're uh, uh, that's what we need. We've got uh, uh, at the start of the year we had 57 members in Victoria, which really is un- under-indexed. What do you got now? We've got Pete? it up to a, yeah, we've got it up to about 140 now, but we've got a target of 500. We, yeah, we really need to get to 500. Well, mate, yeah. I can tell you now, both Cooper and I, uh, you know, this is one of the beauties of this platform. We'll take it upon ourselves personally. We'd love to see uh, be a part of getting it to 500. So. I can guarantee you that we'll do our best. It shouldn't be too hard, mate. Everyone who enjoys rugby league, twenty dollars to support people who are really in need. I think it's a, uh, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Yeah, well, it, it, it's a pleasure to do it, mate. Um, you know, like rugby league's a big family. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's uh, it's built on a culture of uh, uh, if your mates in trouble on the field, you look after them. If your mates in trouble off the field, you look after them. And so that's what it's uh, that's what mental league's built on. Peter, beautifully said. Peter Foreman, the president of the Mental League Foundation in Victoria. Thank you so much for giving us some time on the Storm Hour and talking in such great detail about the incredible work that the Mental League are doing. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Cooper. And uh, 
Thanks, Sandor, and uh, all the best for the season, boys. Cheers, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Good on you, Pete. Make sure you do check out the website too, menaleague.com. Uh, great to have. That was a fascinating insight into what they do. Hey, boys, our favourite time of the week is next, uh, T-Bone of the Week. Shandor, why do we do T-Bone of the Week, and who's it in honour of again? Well, why do we do it? It's because uh, Cameron Munster, one of our favourite players here at the Storm, he once lived with a group of lads that notoriously called themselves the Porterhouse. Now, they all decided to get tattoos. Cameron went off, got a tattoo, but unfortunately it was a T-bone. Therefore, he's an idiot. Therefore, it's Idiot of the Week. Gets better every time, doesn't it, Cooper? It really needs a soundbite, doesn't it, (laughs) Chef? Yeah, I mean, Jesus. (laughs) I think I only ask him to do it now just to annoy him. Hey, T-bone of the Week is up next. We still have a double pass to give away to June 15th game against the Newcastle Knights at Amy Park. So if you've got a nomination for T-bone of the Week, 1-300-736-736. T-bone of the Week is up next on the Storm Hour, SEN. We are the storm from Melbourne Town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the storm and we're number one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Chandler Earl and Cooper Johns in here for another few minutes, but not before we get their T-bone of the week. And just remember, the Melbourne Storm footy is back in Melbourne. The Storm host the red-hot Newcastle Knights uh, on June 15th. Sorry, my phone just cut out there when you I was reading off the phone. You don't feel confident about the dates, do you? Well, I did get the wrong date told to me, but it is June 15th. Watch the, stars, watch the stars of origin in action in our backyard, Melbourne Storm, our city, your club, the Storm taking on Newcastle Knights. That's June 15th at home. Uh, T-Bone of the Week, this is where we try and find the idiot of the week. It's all named after Cameron Munster, who living in a house called the Porterhouse. They all got tattoos, and Cameron Munster got a T-Bone instead. How did I go there, Sandor? Yeah. That was shocking. Yeah, that that was what do you mean that was shocking? I was just trying to get it a four happening out of ten. a bit I feel quicker. sorry for the listeners who have just tuned in. They've been robbed. <laughs> <laughs> or the listener. Uh, yes. All right, so this is where we nominate our Idiot of the Week. Uh, who'd like to open the bowling? Uh, yeah, I'm happy to. Uh, so I've got a couple. So we'll, we'll open the bowling with uh, the great son of Kevin Walters. We won't say his name because uh, we know that's mm. who he is. That's what he goes by. Now, it does <laughs> relate to, to himself as. Yeah, it does relate to his father. Um, Billy's recently... So he just said his name then. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> son of Kevin Bill. Uh, he's recently been uh, cited. Uh, he's been threatening some of the Queensland boys with selection from his father to gain <laughs> tickets to a game. And I thought, this is outrageous. The fact that he <laughs> is tossing up to those boys, oh, I'll call my dad, I'll call my dad, I'll tell him, I'll tell him, and thinks that he can threaten selection for tickets. I mean, it's a disgrace. So, it's a new low for him, but it's also, it's, it's a T-bone. So, mate, unfortunately, so, you're just, you're racking them up. Let's just have a look at the, at the Storm players that have been selected in the Queensland side. Yep. Cameron Munster, Will Chambers, and Felice Cafusi. Is there mm. someone that missed out purely for not giving him tickets? Well, possibly. Mm. I mean, if 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 uh, if Kevin's son has a vendetta, then you better you better get out of the way. You better hand over those tickets. It's disappointing. Yeah. I don't want to say who, but he's he's not from the storm, and he yeah, it was a personal vendetta. He missed out. Mm. Is this Tim Glasby, who was who was former storm oh, and now eighteenth man? Oh. <laughs> All I'm saying is, don't get on Billy's bad side. He's a very angry man. <laughs> He's now, one uh, phone call away. My one, mine's a little, a little dig at Harry Grant. Now, Harry's, Harry's who's, who's Harry Grant again? Harry Grant is the man st- stuck behind Cameron Smith at the moment, the young hooker, great player, great, and my roommate as well, great, great fella. Uh, actually, better player than he is a fellow, I reckon. Actually, <laughs> yeah, better but, player than he's looking. Yeah, very good point. <laughs> 
So this is to get Harry's fashion. All right. So Harry dresses. Uh, let's. What's a word? Okay. He dresses neutral. That's a way of putting it. He dresses very neutral, very bland. So we go to a cafe the other day. What, like in khaki? Like is he? No, no, no. He dresses like Adam twenty years into his surfing career. Yeah. Oh, from the caller before he lied about being a surfer. So he was wearing billabong. He was wearing a. You you go to Melbourne Cafe. The people that are working there, they're generally in all black. Yeah. Generally, you know, black and so. So Harry rocks up beards. Yeah, Harry's got a neck beard. So Harry's got this neck. He oh, doesn't does have a beard too. on top of the chin, so it's all neck. Oh. So it's very strange. It's disgusting. So, yeah, well, Shandor, you and I have beards. Uh, we, we're we're we, flourishing we, beards. Yeah, we, we shave that neck part. Cuba's, Cuba's are prepubescent, but that's okay. He yeah, knows he'll his get place. There. But to, to, to have a neck beard, to grow it and promote it, that's something else. I'm sorry, it was my T-Bone, wasn't it? I don't know why you're coming to me <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> Sorry, when you start talking about beards, we got really uh, interested. Yeah, you're next. All right, so, so we, he's going again. in. He's wearing all black. He's wearing a plain T-shirt, plain shorts, looking very bland, mm. little surfy hat. So we walk in. I go to get the table, and Harry goes, oh, I'll go get the waters. Harry goes and gets the waters. He gets a big jug of water and two menus. He's walking back to the table. As he's approaching our table, the table next to us goes, oh, thank you very much, sir, and we'll order our coffees now. No. <laughs> to Harry, yeah. Oh. Harry's, Harry, you know what? To Harry's fair, he, he understood straight away that they just mistook him because everybody was wearing all black as the waiters. And Harry just gave him the water and the menus and said, I'll be back with you in a minute. <laughs> oh, fair play. Yeah, so well done, Harry. This is uh, It's not as T-bone as much as me giving you a little rap there, so well so done. So is the T-bone, just for, our, mm. just for those, if, for anyone listening. Uh, it's is, for the girl, I think. It's, but... Is it for the neck beard? Uh, <laughs> or is just it for the it table of people that thought he was a waiter? Yeah, let's give it to the people that thought he was a waiter and his style and his neck beard. Yeah. Just every, right. And the fact that bone. he's a better player than a fella. Mm. Yeah, but he did handle that well. I, I, I like that. It's yeah. a barbecue. Mm. There's multiple T-bones on the grill. Barbecue. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. get what you yeah. were saying there. It's a real butcher's shop. Uh, Shandor, you've got another one? Yes. Uh, so this one is for my young friend, apprentice, protege, Cooper <laughs> Johns. Uh, so first of all, this is a two-way T-bone. Uh, we've cut it in half. We'll split it up. Paul Munnings decided to – he's influenced my T-bone. Melbourne Storm media manager. The Melbourne Storm media manager. Paul – you don't have a right to text me during this show, my show, our show. Oh, Secondly, show. you don't have the right to offer up Cooper as a T-bone. But on this instance, I'm going to run with it. But shame on you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You can't do that. You can't give it to him and then still take it. Whatever <laughs> hang on, hang on. This is my stake and I'll slice and dice it the way I want. Anyway, so uh, Cooper Johns recently uh, invested in a brand new Apple Mac laptop. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's building his career, so he's not – He's not. He hasn't got bank accounts full of money, but anyway, he's made the investment. He's made the purchase. He's an educated man. What he did was he actually purchased an antivirus software for his Mac that wasn't actually for the Mac. So there's five hundred dollars down the toilet. Then what he's proceeded to do is ask me for the money, and I've said, "Hang on, Cooper, I can't give you the money." Cooper, for those that don't know, actually is on an allowance from his father, Matthew. It's a black card. It's well known at the store. So he's on an allowance, and then he has the hide to come and ask me for the money for his mistake. You're a T-bone. I won't answer any further questions on the matter. <laughs> you don't need to answer any further questions. For the people listening, that is a blatant lie. You're a liar. You're a dog. And that, you know what? That's my next T-bone. Dump the fact him. that you are going to lie on air to our loyal, our loyal listeners Damo who listen up every week. Donna from Dandenong. Shame on you. Dump him. Shame so, on you. <laughs> we can't dump Cooper. <laughs> I am the show, mate. Oh, this is so. You're dumping. I say dump. 
So who's in the right here? Who's right? I'm right. There's, there's no did, truth to my story. There's no truth to that story. Did, did you, you purchase a laptop? laptop? I, I purchased a laptop. Okay, well, let's you just step through it. You can't take the Sam's, truth Sam's and then lie. going to take you through did it, Did you purchase the wrong antivirus software? No, it is the right antivirus <laughs> software. Do, are you on an allowance from your father, Matthew? <laughs> no. Did you ask Shandor for the money for the antivirus no, software? No, never. Okay. Well, Why is Paul Munnings texting that? Well, look. Why is Paul Munnings texting us in the middle of a show? Let's agree mm. to disagree. I don't know. <laughs> Disagree. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, when the T-bones are running dry. Yeah, we just target each other. When there's no one else to bag out, he just makes it up and comes Anyway, Damo, hit us with your best <laughs> shot. How are uh, we going, boys? How are you, Damo? It's great to have you back on, mate. Good. I've missed you. Good, mate. I'm a first-time listener. All right. Uh, oh, I thought you rang up before. Um, no, I haven't rang the Storm Show. Oh, okay. okay. How can we help you, Damo? What did you want to chat to the boys about before we say goodbye? Uh, I've got a, um, a what's the um, the T bone of the week? T bone of the week. Yes, sir. Kevin Who is it? Walters to Kevin Walters today. Not in, not letting his team talk about uh, New South Wales. What are your thoughts on that, boys? Yeah, I think uh, I think he's playing a bit of mind games with us, Damo. He's uh, holding us out. What do you reckon? Do you reckon we should? Uh, do you think he's uh, worthy of a T bone for that? though? Yeah, I think he is. Not letting his team even mention that word at all. Yeah, it's, about it's ridiculous, Damo. Should we get him on the show, Damo? <laughs> we sh- you should. We do. We know I wouldn't mind son. coming on to a storm game either. I think we'll we'll ask for Kevin and we'll end up with Billy, uh, the pulling power that we've got here. Is Damo still on the line? Hey, Damo, he's still there. If you want to Damo, ask if question. Kevin Walters was a steak, a T-bone, how would you have him cooked? Rare. <laughs> oh, Interesting. Oh, Very wow. rare. Or maybe medium rare. Medium rare. Still a bit of blood in it. I'll have to come along to a storm game as well. Well, hey, speaking hey, it of sounds which, like you want some speaking tickets. Speaking of which, Damo, I think you've done very well there getting involved in T-Bone of the Week. So, hey, mate, Saturday footy is back. Melbourne Storm taking on the red-hot Newcastle Knights. Amy Park, June 15th. The stars of the origin action in our backyard. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. You've got there a double is. pass to that. Stay on the, the line. Make your dreams come true on this play show. Play the celebration music. Play I feel it. like Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah put together. I think we'll just giving away tickets now. Like well done. Play the music. We do need to play the music because I think that's about enough from oh, both of you. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> Everyone gets a car. <laughs> You've given away two tickets and now you think you're Oprah. I like it. Aim high, boys. You, you always do. Uh, well, that's it for us for another Storm Hour. That's, it for, that's it for us. Sorry. Shander Earl Cooper Johns. We will see you boys next week. It's been great to have you on. Thank you very much. Hey, Sporting Capital's up next. We'll uh, rerun you through all the big news of the day. Daisy Thomas. Injury concerns for a few clubs as well. We'll bring you the latest next on the Sporting Capital on SEN.